Welcome to the Swedish Junior Hockey Podcast. This is uh, Jacob Dahlin calling in from uh, warm and sunny Winston-Salem, North Carolina this morning. With us today, we have Erik Wikström from uh, the northern lights of Umeå, Sweden. This episode is brought to you by Scandlux, your home for Scandinavian luxury products for the U.S. market. You can find us at scandlux.com. That's correct. <laughs> Thank you for uh, jumping on. Yeah. But uh, great to have you on. And uh, I have to say, first of all, I just got a notice via Facebook that you are uh, you are now officially again uh, one of the guest coaches at Lexan Hockey School. Yes, that's true. It po- it was posted today, and yeah. uh, and I have to ask. My first question is: Serben is the it, it had Erik Serben Wikström. Yeah, as, that's true. As the name, uh, that's my nickname. As uh, I get it from the um, the hockey, um, what should we say? I get it from one of my coaches for a lot of years ago when Anis has been uh, hanging around with me uh, the whole uh, all years. I have been working with this fantastic sport. So, yeah, yeah. Well, why don't we start by you giving a little bit of background? Um, for those who don't know, who is Erik Wikström? Uh, first of all, uh, I am a married guy up, living up north in Sweden with my beautiful wife and my two kids. Um, if you look at the hockey uh, level, I was a goalie. I was uh, not good enough to uh, reach the junior 18 level and the hockey gymnasium here in Sweden. So I was uh, getting the opportunity to be coach. And then I've been coaching since... Uh, 97, I have been in uh, SHL teams like uh, Leksand, Oskarshamn, and uh, also in uh, Allsvenskan team as uh, Björk Löven. Uh, I have been a national coach for Team Sweden, a para-hockey team. We went to the Paralympics in 2018 in uh, Pyeongchang. And uh, I have been in Denmark for four years, and now in August, I have signed in Denmark again to be assistant coach in the Hello Eagles in the Elite League in Denmark. Yeah, with uh, with Patrick Werner, right? That's true. That's true. Yeah, and uh, and I saw that they've changed the name. It tells you how how in touch I am with the Danish league that they changed the na- the name to Metal Ligan. Yeah, that's true. So it's uh, it, it's those guys who is the biggest. Uh, was the getting the name for the league now yeah yeah and that's the old uh, that's the top league in uh, in Denmark uh, I guess it used to be called uh, the elite elite serien like Sweden right yeah back in the day so now it's a metal league and yes it's a good league they have players from the Swedish Allsvenskan and the Swedish SHL and the uh, Canadians from uh, AHL and uh, CHL and leagues like that. So it's it's a really good league and uh, it's been better and better every year since I was there for the first time. Yeah. And so uh, for you that um, 
uh, are looking up Erik on uh, Elite Prospects is Wikström with a sing single V. Yeah. And what you'll find is uh, many years of junior hockey coaching experience beyond beyond uh, the rest that you just uh, talked about. We do want to touch about uh, Paralympics and the sled hockey. I'm, I'm really interested in hearing your perspective there as well. It's pretty big here in the U.S. and Canada, of course. But, but let's start um, – Let's actually start with, I, I know since you're, my first interaction with you was, of course, that, that I saw that you coached in Lexand. How did you end up there? Uh, it was, uh, I was like 20, 21 years old and I feel that I want to try to do something and I'm, uh, I just write them in, in uh, for 20 years ago, you don't send an email, you send a letter by the post. So I send a letter by the post uh, to the, to Lexan and some other clubs and Lexan uh, called me back and want to have a meeting. And then, uh, yeah, after that, I went to Lexan for one year and it, like, it was there, my coaching, uh, uh, coaching uh, session starts. Yeah. That's amazing. It's yeah. so for, for, you know, when people are listening to this, they probably wonder and Lex on this and Lex on that. Well, I grew up in Lex and and uh, for, for for people that don't know how connected everybody are um, to the different clubs, it, there's so many people that have either gone through the Lexon Hockey School or or been associated with that team in some some form or fashion. So it's such a small world. Um, when did you start with being an instructor at the at the hockey school? Uh, it was that year uh, when I went down there to start the season with the team. I went down like this uh, time of the year after the school has been ending. And they say, like, maybe you want to be coaching the summer also for one or two weeks. And I say, yeah, of course. And then I start on the, on the summer uh, hockey school. And then after that, I had the Uno 16 team the, the season after that. Okay. Wow. Well, and, and uh, tell us a little bit about the hockey school because it's beside the couple of years there with COVID and I think the rink was shut down because of the fire at the uh, Dramanas Arena or I can't remember exactly. It was shut down there one year, but probably the biggest Hockey camp in Sweden, is that right? Yeah, one of the one of the biggest, absolutely. And then this summer they uh, celebrate fifty years, so it's been a they have been uh, fifty years in the hockey summer school. Wow! And I yeah. I wish I could attach a link to Nubben Andersson's. Uh, it was an interview <laughs> with 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 Nubben on how that school was started. Um, you know, I'm 47, and so it's been part of – I went there as a kid um, several times and went up, played, and, and uh, met so many players from, from outside, all over, all, over, all over U.S., all over Sweden that, that came. And we just thought it was, you know, nothing spectacular, um, but, but it's, um, it's been an amazing place. Yeah, so, there is, and it's it's a really nice town also, and the people are all, almost all, all, always friendly, and uh, it's like a town who uh, 
living for the hockey team over there. So, yeah. So, um, uh, are you doing the goalies? Is that no, part of what you I will uh, run one of the, the they have four teams uh, every week and I will run one of the teams there they call it the groups and I will do them on ice theory physical practice uh, like that and then they will also have uh, theory theory with me and with other uh, external theory coaches and they will do paddle uh, yeah. we will go to the magic uh, Summerland, uh, Adventure Park, and uh, yeah, they would probably do one or two hours in the Cillian Lake also. Okay, nice, nice. Uh, any any uh, memorable players that you've coached through the years through the lock, to, through the hockey school there? Um, not in my groups. I haven't been uh, have had the lucky fortune to have any of the biggest players in my groups. No. But I know that there's been s- several that have gone through that. It's a, it's a, it's an amazing recruiting uh, tool that they built there. Probably not what the, not the origin was, but how many kids that are coming through and spend summers there, and and then they, they get known by the junior coaches and and uh, end up having an opportunity to go there for, for gymnasium. Exactly. Yeah. So um, let's talk a little bit about the junior ranks um, now. And um, are, so I, I know you're, you are a teacher as well, right? Yeah, that's true. I'm working in, as a teacher in one of the schools over here. So I... in, in Umeå? Yes, exactly. So, so for, the, for the North American audience, Umeå is... Uh, I was actually recording another. We haven't posted it yet with uh, with one of the players that played in Buden. Okay, uh, a, U, a U.S. <laughs> player, Ian Gately, that that came from New Hampshire and ended up on Buden's J20 team uh, five years ago. And we were talking about how far north it is. And I think that that's the furthest north I've ever been has been Umeå, maybe. Uh-huh. So it's pretty far north as well, right? Yeah, it's like uh, 630 kilometers from Stockholm. So, Okay. So yeah. for us in the U.S., unless you live out in the out west, or if you live on the east coast of the U.S., everything is how, – how long does it take to drive? Uh, seven hours from Stockholm. Seven hours. So yeah. a day's trip for uh, most hockey parents are seven, saying seven hours, no big deal. We'll get in the car. Over here, uh, uh, <laughs> not so much in Sweden. Not not too far. Not too common that that people travel that much. But so, uh, what um, are you affiliated with the with the uh, gymnasium there in Umeå? Or uh, yes, I'm working in the gymnasium, so I I know. Okay, that. let's talk a little bit about that because we 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 mentioned that a little bit when we talked to Ian and some prior guests about the significance of hockey gymnasiums in Sweden. So I believe that there's 26 or so NIU gymnasiums, the major gymnasiums, is that right? Or my I don't know the number. I don't know the numbers, but uh, there are a few, yes. And and Björk or um Umeå has one of the um NIUs, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And talk, 
let's talk about the, the affiliation between the uh, one of the old established teams in Sweden, Björklöven, based in Umeå, and the NIU gymnasium school. How does that work? Uh, it works like that, that the school has their own teacher, and that's a former uh, NHL player, Patrick Sundström, who played in the uh, Vancouver Canucks and the uh, New Jersey Devils. Uh, he is from Umeå here, so he has been having Umeå as his base when he's been in the NHL. And then when he was stopped playing, he almost directly been coach for the gymnasium. I think he's been there for over almost 20 years, maybe. And uh, he's doing a really good Really good work with the players, and he, uh, yeah, if he develops players really, really good, then it's like one or two almost every year who has been able to practice with the with the men's team. Yeah, and Björklöven is now in Allsvenskan. Yes, we was uh, playing the final against HV seventy one to go up to the ASHL, and they lost in game seven in overtime. So it was a hard, hard game here. Yeah. I think back when I was growing up, Björklöven was up um, in the SHL or Elite Serien back then, and uh, and and dropped down. Did they drop down to Division One at one point too? Yeah, they went down to Division One, and they went back after three years. So they yeah, that, I mean that's that a, that's been a pretty pretty good and impressive rebuild in that area to be able to now compete. To even get back up to the to the SHL, yeah, the the, the club and the organization and everyone has been doing hardworking, uh, hardworking work, and it's been maybe it's maybe hopefully it will pay off this year that maybe they can they can do it in the end of May two thousand and twenty three to go back to SHL. Yeah. So what's the name of the school there that is affiliated with Björklöv and uh, the gymnasium? Uh, Maya Besko uh, Gymnasium. Okay, so uh, they come in at age, uh, they just graduated ninth grade, so they're what, 15 or 16? They're probably 16. Yeah, 16. Yeah, 16. 16. So they finished U16, yeah. right? Yeah. And now they are, so does everybody, or have they already decided, so do they know who is coming in? August September for the that, that would be the 06 birth year now be first year gymnasium uh, I, I think that uh, a lot of gymnasium know quite early who players they are interesting in and who they want to take in so uh, but uh, it used to be uh, officially in all web pages and all that stuff around January so okay so which so let's talk a little bit too about how Swedish Hockey Federation divides up the junior leagues by regions. So it used to be J18 Elite, now it's called J18 Region. Which one is Björklöven J18 in? They play in the uh, junior 18 North, and it's teams from say Luleå down to um, Timrå, and then you have uh, Östersund, who is a little bit say inside the country. Yeah. On the, on the on the east coast there and yeah. how and about maybe 10 teams in j18 region north i think it's 12 team maybe 10 or 12 i'm not really sure it was a, yeah, i think it's 12 teams because you you, you, lost, you lost five after christmas so i think it's uh, i think it's 12 team who plays 
Yeah, he test. Yeah, 22 games. Yeah, you play 12 teams. Okay. And then, so they start in around September and then they go into. Yeah, then, yeah. then they play home and away against all teams, and top five will go to um, U18. Uh, they call it Allsvensk, and you play the North Country and the South Side of the country. Say, like, the, they split up the tournaments around uh, Stockholm, and then you play North and South, and then from there you can go some special ways to the to the quarterfinals. I don't know exactly how it works. So it was some years ago I was into that. Yeah, and I think that that's a that's a pretty interesting. So if you if you are one of the top teams up north, you end up traveling quite a bit down south. Yeah. Then you have this Stockholm journeys on the, the weekend. So yeah. Uh, great experience. Uh, and then if you didn't do so well, then you're, you remain and play uh, less. The, 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 the number of teams are shrunk. So you lose five teams and you play the rest of the, yeah. of, of the teams. And there's relegation. Uh, yeah, in- and it's, I, I think it's four different relegations, north, south, east, west. I think all the four regions have different kind of regulations. The only thing I for sure know is that the top team in every four uh, uh, every four tournaments of the Christmas they are allowed to play uh, for the championship with the teams who went to Alsanska. Yeah. So does uh, Björklöven? Do they have two teams in the J18? No, they have one team. They have one team. I know that some yeah. some clubs have a. Uh, top team and then a, a lower division team as well, depending on on the number of players. Okay. Um, I know uh, Lexan they they divided with Haras Bigden. Bigden is yeah. their 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 division one team, which is still a very good team. Yeah. Um. All right. So then, uh, and and uh, pretty common then. So the if you are living up north in in uh, so Björklöven recruits from all over the country or mainly players from up north uh hard to say i think they they, they tr- like to take as much players as they can from up here but if a really good player wants to come why, why not bring him in so but uh, what i've seen in the last year they take a lot of guys in from Umeå, but it's if you have, have you have had over the years at least players from Stockholm here, so I think they look they look everywhere. Yeah, well, I mean, if you if you got a guy like Thomas Sandström who's uh, a living legend, not just in Umeå, but and not just in Sweden, over here he's one of the guys that many people recognize, and and what a winner! Uh, I remember him as one of the toughest players um, in, in Swedish hockey history. Um, yeah, he was good forward. Yeah. All right. And um, so uh, that's going to be interesting to kind of follow um, throughout the year here. We, we will be kind of profiling different teams and how they, how they are doing and, 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 and bring some different people on about, you know, when, when as we get into the into the season as well, so Björklöven will be definitely one of them that that we'll be following. Mm-hmm. So, and and uh, so let's talk a little bit about um, Denmark. How in the world did you end up in Denmark? Because I saw you've been there a few years before, and now yeah. now you're back uh, as an assistant coach in 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 the top division there. That's yeah, gonna be. Uh, it. 
exciting. The first, yeah, it, it will, will be a really exciting. Uh, when I went there for the first time, I had an agent and he called me and asked, do you want to be uh, be uh, coaching in the Danish Elite League? And I say, yeah, of course. Uh, every guy and every coach want to be in the Elite League. So then I, I took it and... Uh, uh, yeah, we did what we can. It was a tough season in Danish hockey that year because a lot of guys went, the teams went bankrupt and all that stuff. So it was hard, but we uh, we finished it. I finished it up, and then uh, uh, when I've been there, there for the other teams, then they like they know I did did a good work in Herlev, and uh, then they took me to Voyens, and then uh, after Vo- I've been in Voyens, ESPN saw that I did a good work, and then they took me to to ESPN. So it's like. That's that's how it have been when I have been in Denmark. Wow! And then, uh, uh, so how far is it from that? So is that outside of Copenhagen? Yeah, that's like uh, just 20, 25 minutes from Copenhagen. Okay, so that's a the plane ride from Copenhagen to Umeå. Yeah, you just touch down in Orlando and change flights. So it's just a two hour, two hour, two and a half hour of flights. Okay. Because I, I would imagine that driving down there is a pretty good trip. <laughs> say two days. Say two yeah. days. <laughs> <laughs> through the through the back countries and avoiding the moose uh, in yeah. in in Värmland. Exactly. <laughs> I've been on that. I've been on that yeah. road. Okay. <laughs> um, but that's exciting. So when when does the season start for you there? Uh, we start in the 8th of August. We have the first practice with the team, and then we have the first tournament game already the 3rd of uh, September. So it will be a short, uh, short preseason. And uh, yeah, when it starts, it will start right away, and it will be a uh, hard work to do before uh, before the season starts. And when when the season starts, you play two games in a week, and yeah, so it will be a tough tough year. But I'm yeah. happy and. Uh, Hopefully a good year for the team. And then the family is still left in Umeå. Yeah, they will stay in Umeå and I will go there to work with the team. Yeah. Wow, that's that's uh, that's exciting for sure. Yeah. Um, and then para, uh, para, uh, so sled hockey. Yeah. In Canada, they call it sledge hockey. Yeah. Uh, how in the world did you get into that? Uh, it was like this when I had been coaching in a team in Sweden called the Mjölby in 2017. Uh, I was a little bit tired about coaching, honestly. I was a little bit, I feel I'm, I'm a dumb. I, I like to try something new. Uh, and then they had an ad out and I, uh, yeah, I sent my papers in and I went to an interview and they asked if you want to be, uh, be our new uh, coach for the team Sweden. And I say, absolutely, no no questions about it and then uh, yeah then, then we start to work and uh, we had a qualification tournament for the Paralympic Games and we we ending up uh, to be in the top three in that tournament and then we went to to the Paralympic Games and we was meeting Canada in the first game. Wow um, and I'm sure that your experience on on that in, in that was limited. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I haven't even I, I didn't even know anything, and uh, I know it was like similar to uh, stand-up hockey, and I know it was I like I I know what it was, but I wasn't that into it. And the funny thing was that the general manager told me when I signed the papers that don't forget that no 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 player in your team can go backwards. 
So you can never work uh, with drills or with systems that you have to go backwards because they are in a sledge. <laughs> yeah, and it's amazing how physical the game is. Uh, it's been amazing for me to watch. Um, I've been involved a little bit in special hockey. Um, mm -hmm. I have a daughter with special needs, and, and she started actually the same time as my son. My son's 17, my daughter's 20, and um, and she has Down syndrome. And uh, so she started in special hockey, and uh, and the same uh, same organization started uh, a sled program here um, maybe four or five years ago. So we've been yeah. part of, you know, raising some money, buying buying sleds, and and um, practicing the same time, and and uh, it's been fun to watch, and and it, it's it's been quite interesting to see how some people really uh, excel really quick and some people realize how difficult it can be. Yeah, it's a fantastic sport and especially the guys who and girls who is uh, uh, practicing the sport. They are, uh, for me, everyone is top athletes what they yeah. are doing because you and me, we can, we can just... Uh, if 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 we have some small issue, we can figure it out by ourselves. But for these guys and girls, they have to be working with so many more things that we are doing. So I am, um, yeah, I I have the, the biggest admirer for everyone who is uh, doing the para sports. It doesn't matter if it's hockey or skiing or running or whatever. Like it's big uh, for me. It's yeah, that's it's the really really good athletes. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Thank you for doing that. Um, so, uh, so you're going to have a busy summer here with the hockey school starts next week. Uh, yeah, they start now. Yeah, they start next week and they, then I think they have five, uh, five weeks. So I will, I will be there for one week and, uh, I will help them out for one week. And after that, I will start to start to prepare for the season in Denmark. So that that'll that'll be uh that'll be fun to follow as well just kind of the the danish league how how's the um uh, i know there's been so many recently uh good players coming out of denmark uh here in carolina uh frederick anderson yeah. uh, is the goalie for carolina hurricanes who's danish and uh nikolai ehlers um uh let's see who all are the danish stars in the in the nhl uh, Lars Eller is he Nor Nor Norwegian or or uh, he is Danish. He's Danish. He's, he's from well. a, yeah. He's from a really really big uh, hockey family. His daddy he has been working for so many years for the Danish hockey, and his uh, younger brother has also been playing in Sweden and in Denmark. So he came from one of the biggest hockey hockey families in Denmark. Yeah, of course. I I grew up uh, watching Heinz Ehlers and Jens Nilsson. Uh, mm -hmm who were incredible hockey players uh, back in those days when, when the Danish system wasn't as, as established, but, mm -hmm. um, and I know Jens had been, is he still coaching in, in, in Denmark now? Yeah, he will be coaching a assistant coach for the men's and he will be head coach for the junior 20 team so i will probably meet him this season because we have some young players in the in hell who i think will be prospects for the 20 team okay uh, and do they have the same system with with gymnasiums over there as it is in sweden uh, 
it's it's quite similar, but uh, in in Denmark you also have this ten grade, who you can like in the I guess it's the same in the US that you can go in the ten grade and then you can start the gymnasium after that. So it if you take the ten grade and then you can start in the academy or you go to the gymnasium and you start the academy. I think that's the that's the difference between Sweden and Denmark. Yeah, I need to reach out to Jens. Um, uh, it's been a little while since we talked, but but he would be a someone to talk great to talk to about uh, since he's been in in Sweden for so many years and have gone back and talking about junior yeah. hockey over there especially coming up here with the draft to see what 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 players that he, he thinks are going to be um, eligible are you going to have juniors on your team there in the elite yes league? yes we have three juniors right now who was born uh, 2004 who we will have and uh, it's all oh, oh, and it's all more uh, youngsters who is knocking on the door to be a part of the team so that's uh, that's really 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 good so that the younger younger yeah, younger players will uh, develop and be better so they can be for the big team so that's good yeah now that's going to be any of any of them that are uh, uh, NHL draft prospects I don't really know. I haven't really seen them so much. It's so, so it's I so think best, honestly, I think the best guys who will be drafted they are already playing in Sweden. So okay, yeah, and it's it's the other part about what we've what we will be talking about in this podcast is the the journey that some of them are are making um, uh, from you know they're 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 graduating from gymnasium and then they're deciding i'm gonna it i'm 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 not quite at the level to break into shl and instead of playing division one i'm just going to go and try uh the collegiate ranks over here or in canada and um it's interesting to see how it used to be just coming over to play professional or you play semi-professional in sweden and and several players are now coming over to to play in university over here. Yeah. So uh, um, we'll be talking to some of them as well. So mm-hmm. well, great stuff. Thank you so much for jumping on, and we'll be uh, we'll be cheering for you with influencing young adults in uh, in Lexand next week, and uh, certainly. Uh, wish for a great season in Denmark. Thank you, Jacob.